Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Young Blonde Suburban. I'm your host, Caitlin Files. I'm a young, white, female-identifying lawyer who lives in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, outside of Philly. This podcast runs as a sister show to Young Black Suburban, hosted by Tim Witherspoon Jr. The Young Suburban podcast hosts guests to engage in conversation about their different life journeys and perspectives. My show, Young Blonde, has a special focus on badass babes out there doing the damn thing. So welcome and thank you for tuning in. Let's jump into today's episode. All right, everyone. Welcome to Young Blonde Suburban. Today we have Andrea Gronsky with us. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you. It's so nice to meet you. We've only been hanging out for the last five minutes, but I already like your vibe. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I try to vibe high, so you thank are you. vibing right high. I love it. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you so much for coming. Sure. So, um, you know, on this podcast, we have a lot of diverse guests and. Today, we've had a little bit of a focus on women in the nutrition and the health fields. Um, we had a nutritionist earlier, and we had a gym owner right before you. Um, so today, I'm so excited to have you kind of round us out as our third guest today. Mm-hmm. And you are a local karate gym owner, correct? Yes, okay. yes, I am. All right. So before we get to that, mm-hmm. let's talk about your story. Where are you from? So I'm from Ben Salem, born there, grew up there, still there 42 Bucks years County later. Girl. Yeah, so... Um, Super boring backstory. Married, I have three kids. That's pretty much me. <laughs> I always tell people, I'm like, I'm just like a slice of white bread. Like it's just, it's just a boring little backstory. Yes. And, you know, I like I, I went to St. Joe's for both uh, undergrad and grad school, okay. so I had my master's in psychology. I was a family therapist before I ventured into this whole. Wait, world. this is a cool backstory. Why yeah. didn't we just act like you didn't have a cool backstory? This let's back boring. up a second. It's good. No, no, I like this story. Okay, okay all right. So let's back, back up. up. So you were a hawk. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. And you went to St. Joe's for undergrad and grad school. Yes. What did you study when you were in undergrad? Criminal justice. Okay. Wow. Yes. Okay, cool. I hated it because I'm like, why? I'm not going to be mm-hmm. a police officer. I'm 5'2". Yeah. Like, no one's... And I was painfully shy, too. So Interesting. I was, yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, that that's a whole other story. So mm-hmm. um, I went there for undergrad, for grad school. I did psychology. I ended up at a local non-profit uh, mental health agency in the area. Awesome. I was there for 16 years. 16 years? 16 years. Good. So Wow. Yes. So kind of like fell out of love with that because it's a lot of paperwork. It's, that's a tough job. Super tough. Um, and then just kind of fell into the world of karate because mm-hmm. of my oldest daughter. Um, loved it. And we opened up our own school. So okay, I want to unpack a yes, lot of that. I, yes, that so was I just awesome. dumped a lot. So <laughs> yes, unpack it. I'm I love like I don't have a cool story. And it's like, wait a minute, hold on. Yes, you do. Okay, so the psychology, and then did you know what you wanted to do with the psychology? I had that very naive. I want to help people. You oh, know? don't we all have that exactly. lovely naive feeling? <laughs> exactly. Like, I just want to save the world. I want to help people. I want to work with kids. Mm-hmm. So from high school on, I knew in some way I wanted to work with kids. So I don't know where the criminal justice came. I think it was just cool at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they let high schoolers, like, pick their, their track in life. We like, were that's just, just talking about this in an earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, they expect us to know at 18, 20, 22 what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And that's absurd. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, you know... I, it gave me, I think, the path I needed to end up where I mm-hmm. am now. So um, chose criminal justice. I minored in psychology for undergrad. And I was like, you know, I think I want to go more this way. So grad school, I did that. Got out. Got this job. I landed it while I was still in grad school and was there 16 years. Were you working with children when you were doing Yes. Okay. Yeah. So always, always with children. 
um, they were at risk for out-of-home mm-hmm. placements. So it was like the severest mental health kids in the area. And I mean, it's draining. To I was going to say, God stories. bless you. 16 years of that? 16 years. And it was, you were at a nonprofit. Yeah. Okay. So the last uh, seven years I spent in the office, I was the director of the program. Mm-hmm. So that I was supervising 10 different therapists. And that's even more draining mm-hmm. because yeah. they unpack all of their stuff on you and, you know, just trying to make the sure therapist everyone's... therapist to the therapist. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. So, and that's kind of where I... I so, okay. So my oldest is almost 17. Mm-hmm. When she was eight, she was being bullied. And I was like, I have to do something here. Like I can't, I need my daughter to be able to stand up for herself, to be empowered, mm-hmm. not to take crap from anyone. So exactly. we got her into the karate world. Um, so it was right around this time where I was starting to feel a little lost in my career because again, why they let high schoolers decide what they want to do with their future is beyond me. Right. So <laughs> starting to feel a little lost and then went into, I started training myself and then, you know, next thing I know, I'm opening a school. So <laughs> so is it fair to say it wasn't necessarily the psychology that drew you, but it was helping yes. kids kind of almost find their way Yes, what was, spoke to you? Yes. Okay. So you kind of, I mean, you worked 16 years in this field, which mm-hmm. is, by the way, amazing work. Like, like, that's astounding. And to last that long. Yes. I mean, people burn out after a couple years. Yes. I can't believe you're there 16 years. That's amazing. Thank you. Um. But you realize that your real true calling was essentially empowerment, like you said, yes. for younger for young kids. Yes. Um, and it came from your daughter. Yes. Okay. And she was how old when she was getting bullied? She was eight. That is <laughs> gut wrenching. Yes. So we sent her to a private school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you know, you think sending to a private school, they're gonna get the best of you everything. Really common misconception I of private know. schools. <laughs> I know, I learned. Um <laughs> So, like, we, this little girl was picking on her nonstop, mm-hmm. and they didn't want to label it because they didn't want to, and the last straw is gym mm-hmm. class, this little girl jumps on her, takes her shoes off, throws them across the gym, and, like, essentially beats her up. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm done. I was down at the school, Mama Bear, like, yelling, like, yeah. this is ridiculous. My husband's a police officer, and he's like, you know what? this little girl touches her again, you're going to have some issues here. He's like, this is not okay. My daughter will fight back. Yeah. So. Bullying. Ugh. We pulled her. Yeah. Got her involved in karate. And haven't looked back since. She is the strongest little girl I know, though, I will tell you. She's amazing. Honestly, bu- I mean, bullying is a terrible thing. Yes. But it really, the kids who, you know, are able to get out of it yes. are really resilient afterward. I mean, it's terrible. Yes. Horrible. Especially nowadays with the cyberbullying and whatnot. Yes. Um, that's a brutal story, but is she, is she still into karate? Yes. Yes. So she is a second degree black belt. She teaches different degrees of, so I know nothing about karate. (laughs) Yes, there are. It kind of goes on forever. Different styles, (laughs) different belts. So she's been training. Second degree. Yes. She's amazing. She, yeah, she trains with Tim as well. So she is absolutely amazing. And when we say Tim, Um, we're talking about Tim Witherspoon, who, Tim Witherspoon Jr., (laughs) who is the host of Young Black Suburban. Sorry, I had to give him his plug there. That's okay. Yes, he definitely deserves it. So she is just the toughest little girl, like full of comments. She's quiet, Mm -hmm. but she's one of these, like, don't mess with her because she's she's been through some stuff and yeah. she's gonna stand up for herself good for her yes. I love that that sounds awesome yes okay so let's go back to kind of your journey now okay. so your daughter's going through the bullying yes um and you said she got into karate but you also got into karate yes so just from taking her the head instructor there was like hey did you ever think about training and mm-hmm. of course you know 
us women have so much pressure put on us from society. I'm like, I don't have time. Like, you're out of your mind. I'm yeah. working full time. I have three kids. My youngest was in the car seat. She was so little at that point. My husband has a crazy work schedule. There's no way at all I'm going to be able to find the time to train. Well, they beat me down a little bit, and I started training. Um, I started training at that point. My husband started training. My middle daughter started training. Oh, my God. Yes. And then when my youngest was two, she started Mommy and Me. So we there were There are all, Mommy and Me karate oh classes? It's the cutest thing. Like, their uniforms are this big. Oh, it's adorable. It. It's absolutely so adorable. And then at that point, I started teaching because I was there all the time. And I'm like, you know, my kids are here. I might as well help out on the mats. Yeah. So that's where my love of teaching started. That's so great. And yes. you were still working full-time yes. at this nonprofit mental yes. health. Yes. <sighs> when they say that, like, moms can just juggle <laughs> and do so much. Mm-hmm. This is why moms should be running the world. I agree. Because you can do so many things. I agree. And excel at all of them. <laughs> yes, keep well, your mental health. We try. It's amazing. <laughs> yes. So how long did you train for before you kind of were like, I think I want to... Get a or a karate gym. So it's so funny with that. So I was just going a couple days a week teaching. And the head instructor who um, actually owns all of the – he's the founder of my school, uh, of all the schools in the area who are under this name. Um, He's like, hey, did you ever think about doing this full time? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, I'm too busy. I can't do this. You know, we make excuses for ourselves. We get in our own way of accomplishing our goals. And it's not the path that you have written for yourself. Yes. Like, that's not what my master's is in. Like, I have that shiny master's hanging on my wall. Mm -hmm. So this was probably about a six-month conversation that we had. Wow. And then, you know, I sat down with my family because it's a big change for my girls. Like, I'm not going to be home at night now. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone was supportive. And then I made the plunge. So I, I worked locally in Feasterville um, for about two years. Okay. And then the opportunity came up for me to branch out and open my own. And that was three years ago. So I'm obsessed with your story. Okay. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so, this, so you were training at one of, and this is Action Karate. Yes, correct? it's an Action Karate. Okay. And they franchise the karate yes. businesses. And you were at the Feasterville Trevos yes. training. Yes. Okay. And the guy who runs the whole yes. show yes. is the one who was like, we want you to basically open a business. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. So the co-founders, <laughs> like, they're the, the coolest people. So it's it's two of them. And mm-hmm. they were just, they saw something in me, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's where we are. That's so, amazing. Thank you. So the opportunity, so how does that happen? Like, was it someone, because you're in Drexel Hill. Yes. Okay. So you, and for people who don't know that, it's not a Bucks County area. That's no. why you don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's more, I would call it the Western suburbs of Philadelphia. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, so how did that, was it like we have a new space or was it an existing business that someone was leaving? It was a new space that they found. Okay, um, it's an old movie theater, which is really cool. It was very cool. Yes, so it was built in the 1920s. Mm-hmm. I swear it's haunted. It's like the coolest <laughs> building ever. They found it. It's. You should have this... some Halloween parties there oh, for the gems. We really should. It'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> so they found it, and we're right outside of West Philly too. So the demographics is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so they found it, and <laughs> right around the time they found it. Um, so this is like a whole other little detour for my story it's here. all right. We love detours. <laughs> Take us on the detour. I'm going on the detour. So they found this building in May of 2018. And there were some issues with the seller. So we were back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. 
July of the same year, um, my husband had some weird medical issues. All of a sudden, he lost feeling in his legs. Um, we oh, didn't God. know what was going on. Um, was in the hospital. They couldn't figure out what was happening. He could not walk. So I'm walking into the hospital, not knowing, like, is my husband ever going to walk again? What's happening? And, you know, my head instructor calls, and he says, um, they accepted our bid. The school's yours. What do you want to do? I know Jerry's in the hospital with no idea what's happening. What do you want to do? So I walk into my husband's hospital room, and I'm like, so, you know, got him on the phone. What are we doing? He's like, this is our goal. Go, go for it. Like, I don't know what the future is going to hold, um, but this is our time. Like, you know, we're always, we're so cautious. We're so afraid to take the leap. Mm-hmm. This is the time to do it. Yeah. So we did, my husband had a spinal stroke is what happened. So he had quite the recovery as well. Yeah. As I'm opening the new business, he's in rehab and he's trying to learn to walk again. Oh and so and how many was, kids do you have at I have home? three. Okay. So my oldest is 16, 12, and then eight. Always in the background. You're saying all the stuff, but also, by the way, there are three also children. by the way. Yes. <laughs> so it definitely has been a very interesting journey in starting this business. It was not an easy start because yeah. um, he's in the hospital. I'm trying to balance, like, is he going to walk again? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's my three children. Yes. Oh, I have to. I have to keep them alive. Yes. yes. Help them thrive. But also, this is a new business. Brand it's new. not like you were taking over an existing business. Correct. So you had to build it. Yes. You are... Resilient. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Okay, so that was in like the summer 2018. Yes. Okay, so they get they get the bid for the building, mm-hmm. and then what do you actually have to do? like? What's your responsibilities as a new gym owner? Do you have to? Do they like set it up for you? Do they get all the equipment and everything you need? Or, I don't no. know, do you need equipment? Yes. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I've never taken a karate class. So so because this building. Um, was so old. They had to do a build out. So all the construction's happening and it's my job to go find some new students. So not only do I run, the, I teach every single class as well. So I'm getting the students, enrolling the students, teaching all the classes, setting it up, like just making sure. You're building the business. So even though it's yes. part of a franchise, you are building a yes. brand new business. Yes, it was okay. my responsibility to go market, go okay. sell myself. So here I am, you know, a, a, a woman basically in this community I don't know being like, mm-hmm. hey, trust me enough to come send your kid to me and let me teach them karate and that that's a very humbling experience yeah you know because and it's a very male dominated teaching field it is it really i wasn't sure if you're gonna walk in here and tell me you just own the gym or if you also practice karate yes um that's amazing thank you you. and it's so funny because people love that when they walk in and they're like Mm -hmm. oh wait so you're the head instructor and you're a woman and I'm not very big and I'm like no, no you're I'm, tiny. <laughs> um, but they, I, I've only had one ever question me like, oh, a man doesn't own this and rolled his kid anyway. So I want him over apparently. Right. But <laughs> you're like hair flip, no, it's me. Exactly, and I will take you down <laughs> if I need to. No. <laughs> Let me show you my black belt. <laughs> exactly, it was earned. <laughs> so what level are you at? I'm a second degree as well. Okay. Yes. Okay, I don't know what that means, but it scares me. <laughs> it feels like you can kill me with your bare hands. Oh my hands. goodness, no. <laughs> well, this is so awesome. Okay, so how? tell me about, like, how did you grow it? I mean, were you on social media? Were you hitting the pavement? Like, how did you do All it? of it. All of it. All of it. So Facebook was my, Facebook and Instagram, they were like my best mm-hmm. friends, and they still are. Um, oh yeah, getting, I was going um, on your Instagram. I mm-hmm. loved it. Thank you. It's great. I'm not as good as Instagram. I feel like I need my daughter to take that over for mm-hmm. me, because that's like a, a young kid thing in my mind. But we're, we're, we're learning. We're learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so the, just out on the pavement, out in the community, introducing mm-hmm. myself to other business owners, awesome. talking to the schools, talking to the daycare, 
members just getting out yeah. in the community, community events. Um, so yeah, and we grew. That's a hustle. Yes. Now, in the beginning, I'm assuming your husband couldn't even help you. Correct. He was, did he have to relearn how to walk? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's insane. Yes. And he, I mean, he's a very proud man. So mm-hmm. that was very difficult oh, for yeah. him to be like, why well, can't, and he's in the police force. So why now I'm yeah. you know, bedridden. So he was in a wheelchair. Um, and then a walker, and then a cane, and he's got a little limp now, but you never know. Okay. So he's pretty resilient, too. So you were basically out there doing this yes. on your own? Yes. Okay. And how old were your kids at the time? So three years ago, 13, I can't do math apparently today. Either. Under the age of 13. Under the age of 13. <laughs> Still need adult supervision. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, so how were they coming with you? I just, I'm trying to figure out how you balanced all of this. So I am so very lucky to have family. Okay. My parents and my grandparents are in the same area as me. Awesome. So my parents, still to this day, I can call them and say, hey, can you go take this one to um, her activity, that one to her activity, and they do. So my oldest, however, will come with me. She she's my little assistant instructor, mm-hmm. so she would come and help me with everything. Cause with construction, there would be dust everywhere, so we would have to clean everything, set up for class, take everything down. Um, so yeah, it was, it's definitely a family business. Yeah, so, it sounds like it. Yes. How did you feel making that jump from a solid job to mm-hmm. essentially something you have to create with a family? I. I probably cried every day, to be oh, honest. But you. I'm glad you shared that because people think it's just like, yeah, and then I did this. No, I probably cried every day. I probably questioned, was this the right move mm-hmm. for me every single day? Because it's, you know, I'm going from, you know, the world of mental health to then, I, you know, running a, a steady school paycheck. that was already established to now, wow, like, and starting new businesses are not cheap. So now it's business loan after business loan. It's like, did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. But I, I use all that stress and all that anxiety to really make me go forward. Right. You know, like that, that's what I use to fuel myself. Like this, I have to get this done. I have too many people depending on me. And I want my girls to see, like, you can do this. Mm-hmm. Like you can do anything at all you put your mind to. And it's never too late to start again. Like here I was in my late thirties, like, oh, hey, guess what? We're starting a business. So I wanted them to see like anything is possible. Yeah. So that is really my driving force there. And it's amazing because you, you're right. It is never too late to yes. continue to keep finding yourself. Yes. And it's, it seems like you have found who you really are in this karate business. Yes. That's amazing. Thank you. And your three kids, are they all girls? Yes, all girls. I love that because now they're watching their badass mom literally take this leap into nothing yes. and create something that makes her truly happy. Yes. And create a business, which is yes. very important. It's not just being a female owner, but also something that makes you happy and finding yourself. Yes, definitely. Oh my gosh. I love your story. This Thank is you. so fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> so when you tell me a little bit about like what the life kind of change looks like for you because it's very different I mean now you're in charge it's 24 7 job for any yes. business yes um how have you been able to manage that with the change of like having just what I'm assuming you were nine to five maybe before so yeah so while I was in mental health it was nine to five mm-hmm. and then when I started running the school in Feasterville then it was morning hours to do like all the business end of stuff and right. then class hours so now it's pretty much you know I'm at my school I'm at my physical location five days a week 
but I'm working constantly because calls come in and then, oh, hey, I have this random paperwork I have to do. And then, oh, it's payroll. Like there's so many things that go into making these businesses work. So it is, it's constant. I try really hard to put boundaries around my family time. And so Sundays, I try really, really hard not to do anything work-related. That's is it also, gym closed on Sundays? It is. Okay. Um, it's Sundays and Mondays, and I'm holding tight to that because like, I need that. Like My mm-hmm. girls are still young, so I need to show them that they are my priority. They right. are why I do everything I do, so to kind of wrap that little bubble around them. Mm-hmm. Um, self-care is so super important as well. Yes, it is. So Sunday mornings, that's my self-care time. Mm-hmm. I do my yoga class. I meditate. That's just me time before they get up and our day starts. So I think having those boundaries but also being flexible with my time too like if I don't get laundry done okay it'll be there the next day mm-hmm. um so letting go of some expectations that I feel like society puts on us too as women that we have to yes, you know <laughs> and so letting go of some of that and just really truly focusing on what's important in this moment tomorrow it might change like I might have a different priority but it, my family life never changes mm-hmm. so that's always my number one that's awesome I love that thank you so have the I'm sure when you went to go open the gym, mm-hmm. um, you kind of had a vision or an idea of what it would be like for the next couple of years or whatnot opening it. Has it been how you expected it, opening no. the gym? COVID. COVID threw <laughs> everything off. <laughs> I forgot about it for a second. <laughs> everything off we're fully back so we don't yes. wear masks on so i yes. totally forgot fully about it <laughs> this actually feels this is the first time i'm like it's a little normal right it's fantastic <laughs> yes i know so exciting um yes not at all so you know with any new business there were some mistakes made mm-hmm. um, of course yeah so that's how you learn and grow exactly um and when COVID hit, I really thought my business was going to be done, to be honest with you, because how can a karate school function? Gyms got hit really hard. Yes. I mean, you guys can't, it's not like how with the restaurants, of course got hit hard, but you can at least deliver food. Yes. I don't, gyms are like, nope. (laughs) So, well, the phenomenal masterminds of the Action Karate Organization, as the day we closed, started Zoom classes. They're like, this is what we have to do to move forward. Mm -hmm. So we did take a hit, but not as bad as some of these other schools. Like, I am so grateful. My doors are so open, and we are stronger now than we were pre-COVID. You were doing virtual classes? Virtual classes. Oh, okay. So I was teaching from my living room. My dog and my cat would make, you know, grand appearances in our our (laughs) videos, but we got through. And, you know, then we started teaching outside classes. And my community really rallied around us, my little karate community, and they were determined to see us stay open um and you know we're we're here and we're stronger than ever i think that's to do a lot with the energy that you put out because when your community is rallying around you it's because they respect you and they want us to make sure that you make it through and that's so awesome that you have built this community where you're not from i mean drexel hill is a foreign place to you yes you're a ben salem girl yes i mean you have a hike 45 yes. minutes to get to and from yes. so it's really awesome that in what two years you were able to establish this community not even two years because covid hit what was it, like a year and a half a year and before a half. yes so your community still came in and supported you yes that's so awesome and if you actually look on your instagram because that's all i knew about you mm-hmm. is i went onto your instagram to like check out what's a karate <laughs> about but like it, you can see how community-based it is. Yes. And it's very. it also looks very diverse, which is great. Yeah, Because it seems like you are a very inclusive environment for people, yes. which is 
very important for gyms to be, I think. It really is. And I think some all of my students know I love them all. Mm-hmm. I truly love them. I'm very genuine in my approach with them. Um, and I think that's what the families know too. Like I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it because I truly want to help these little people. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to give them the opportunities. I want them to be empowered, to have that confidence. Um, and I think they understand that. Yeah. So you do you give off a very genuine and compassionate vibe which isn't really always what you would imagine a gym owner to give off you feel like you're more going to get this like intense hustle like yes positive 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 vibe which is great <laughs> love it people like right. that but you almost feel like a warm hug walking in the door <laughs> and it's really nice because you. you don't really expect that with a gym owner right that's and so it's, sweet thank you it, it, it's just how i feel jordan do you feel it too do you feel that warm hug our producer's like yes warm hug. <laughs> but it makes me want to go try karate i've never been interested in karate in my life are you Oh my gosh, so I'm awesome. <laughs> like a little bit nervous to be in this room right now. Jordan, if you're going to hear him, says he has a black belt in Taekwondo. So I can do nothing. I can go on a run. That's about my skill. <laughs> but it is, you do, you have this very welcoming vibe to you. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, do people kind of reiterate that back to you when they keep coming, do they? Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's a therapist in me, honestly. It's got to be. Because people tell me that the most personal things, and they'll say to me, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, you can tell me anything you want. Like yeah. that's, you know, so I, I do think it's a therapist in me. And I think that set me up for where I am today. It, it pro- uh, yeah, mm-hmm. to build on that, and to, you are almost like a different kind of gym owner. Yes. And it's very... It's almost like a therapy mixed with a physical yes. workout, which is nice. And a lot of people go to gyms to act as mental therapy. It helps them work through things. Yes. So sit there and gab to you at the same time while also yes. taking classes. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about karate. Okay. I know nothing about it okay. at all. Um, so you got into it. Why, like why, what was it about karate that just really connected with you? So I fought them on training. I'm going to be very honest with you. It probably took them maybe two years to convince me to come on the mats. Um, Because I'm like, I don't have time. Two years. years. Wow. They were in it for the long haul. They really were. (laughs) God bless them. They knew. Um, So I... It didn't appeal to me at first because I'm like, oh no, like this, this is this is up for boys. Like I don't want to do this. It is. It's a yes. you think karate, you think male. You yes. just do. And I'm not trying to bash on karate. No, I don't think no. karate did it that way. But right. you just, at least in America, you think yes, you think men. Yes, even though my daughter was in it because I wanted those you life see skills. Little girls yes. in it. I don't know why I just associated right. with men. Right, but I'm like, I'm a grown woman. Like, not yeah. really. But the more I said there and I saw the community that they were building and it it is it's truly a family at our schools I'm like all right you know what I'll try this out so I just fell in love with like I love working out I fell in love with it but it is that sense of camaraderie on the mats Mm -hmm. so then all I did was talk about karate I only hung out with karate people like they were my people um so that's I just fell in love with it and we're not a fighting school like my goal is Again, that confidence, those life skills that come with it. I want you to be able to stand up for yourself and defend yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to pick a fight. I'm not going to like challenge anyone to a fight. It's I'm going to protect myself and my family, and that's the goal of karate. In addition to all those life skills, do they do practice fights in your karate gym? So we have sparring. We okay. definitely have that's, sparring. That's the yes. word. <laughs> yes. Not right now, of course, with COVID. But it's it's more just putting everything into practice. Okay. 
and like the chopping of the like I think karate I think chopping a board that's like a special occasion (laughs) yes I can break boards but can you (laughs) see this I'm like nervous oh my god boards that's crazy (laughs) and what are the okay so black belt obviously Like, what are, how many belts are there before? So this is something people can Google, but I do not know. That's okay. I will answer. So in our style, there's 10 belts okay. before you get to your black belt. What do you mean your style? So there's, there's different, different styles. Stop so it. like Jordan said, he has Taekwondo. So okay. our style is Kempo. So we're American Kempo, but there's so many different styles. There's like styles I can't even say. So there's so many different styles out there. What's different about American Kempo? Like what? I don't know. And so our, our... It's our founder, um, Ed Parker, Ed Parker Jr. It's what he did with it when he brought it over to America and just... It's just different from something. Different techniques. Different techniques. We call things differently. Um, We might... Like some schools are more fighting schools than our school. So... Okay. Very very different depending on the school, their, their thought process, their style. So you had to go through 10 belts to get to black belt. Correct. Is that normal? I feel like there's normally like six. Depends. It depends on the school. But so you did a lot. Yes. Oh my gosh. And now you're at, how like, what's master? Like. So there are 10 black belts. Oh my gosh. I will never see that because in between each belt, that's how many years it takes to get there. So I'll be like a hundred and some years old. So obviously I'm never going to get there. I see. So. Okay. Okay. So you have to start young yes. to get to yes. master black yes and you're that. never done learning like that's mm-hmm. the thing with karate it, you're always a student you're always learning that's our goal like even being a head instructor I still train I go to our Feasterville school and I train weekly because that's we're always always learning and developing it's constant and never-ending improvement mm-hmm. is what we strive for right so is this totally run by does your husband help at all or is this like this is you and your baby so this is my baby he is one of my assistant instructors so because he doesn't have a choice yes yes he doesn't have, <laughs> that's what he does I let him come he's like the boss the boss over there um no he is so supportive that's awesome but this is my thing and he's a second degree black belt as well um but this is your family we are a family of black belts yes oh my gosh that's yes. pretty cool yes it is. It's very cool that we have this activity that we do together. And a like an intense one. Like yes. You can protect yourself. Yes. Which is really important for women, especially, to be able to have some sort of self-defense. Yes. Um, I've, also, I've never taken a self-defense class, and I always think about... I'm going to regret this so much one day that I need to take some sort of self-defense. I'm like screaming in my head at you right now. I okay. know. So let me tell you. You look let so me... calm and I'm <laughs> waiting for you to erupt. <laughs> We were carjacked, okay? Mm-hmm. We were carjacked coming home from karate. So in Feasterville, we were carjacked. Um, my husband put him to the ground. And, you know, I always think to myself, what would I have done? And I would have reacted as well. Thank God there was no weapon there, but he took him down. Um, there was another time I was, run- I was running. You said you're a runner, so you mm-hmm. need to be very, very careful. Yes. Running in my neighborhood, same place I run all the time, someone stopped. And right away, get away. Like yeah. that, those instincts, again, I've never had to physically defend myself, mm-hmm. but everyone should know. It's like situational awareness. Absolutely. Uh, like it's so important for women to know. Um, yes. And no time at the zoo, I'm walking in that parking garage with my three girls, just oh, me and them. parking garage literally makes me mm-hmm. sick to my stomach. Mm-hmm. Homeless guy comes up to us, put myself right in between him and my girls. I'm like, you need to back up. Yeah. So it's things like that that I don't know that I would have been able to do if I didn't have the confidence behind it. Yeah. You know, so. That is so important. And I think yes. it's something that 
women like push to the side. I'll yes. get to it. I'll think about it later. Yes. Parking garages. I went to law school and you learned so many horrific cases mm-hmm. of what happens in parking garages oh and dark parking lots. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's terrifying. And yes. I still can't believe even learning all that stuff. I still haven't had self-defense. But I had an incident in Philadelphia. I used to live down a very small street. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was very, you know, it was very busy during the day. I felt very safe. And I had a guy follow me home and try to get into my house one night. How frightening. Oh it was goodness. terrifying. Mm-hmm. And luckily, you know, I said I was calling the police. And I didn't even end up dialing because my hands were shaking so hard. But he mm-hmm. thought I was. So he ran off. Um, but it was something like that. Again, I have no self-defense. I would have, I like didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is something where I think if I were trained immediately, cause it is like, it, it's, you're just, it's your gut reaction of what you're going to do. You yes. really don't think. Correct. And if you're trained on it, it would almost be your immediate response to have that self-defense kick in. Cause yes. I was just like screaming. I was like, ah, someone help. Like, right. It was so creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is so important for girls to have some sort of self-defense training. And yes. Not common. Not a lot of us have it. No. And that's what's so scary. And unfortunately, we're raised to be nice, Mm -hmm. you know, and not to hurt anyone's feelings. So that's something else I think of, too. Like, if this... If these people come up to us in the garage, we don't want to make a scene. We don't want to hurt their feelings. We need to make a scene. We drives me nuts when I see on social media... You know, I was in Cole shopping and someone came up to me and I'm so scared and I didn't say anything. Why didn't you say anything? Why didn't you alert somebody that there's this creep around? So I think everyone needs self-defense classes, like yeah. some type of a What would you do? And hopefully we never have to use it, like our life insurance. Hopefully we never have to use yeah. life insurance, <laughs> you know, but like this, these are things that we need to do to be mm-hmm. able to protect ourselves because God forbid that guy was like, I don't care you're calling the police. And, yeah, exactly. Know. And like we are conditioned to not make, it's yes. more like to be like, well, I wasn't sure what he was doing, so I didn't want to make him feel weird. Like, yeah. I want to make sure I'm not making him feel weird or awkward. Correct. We are conditioned yes. that way. And here's the thing. Any normal person would not approach a woman like that in the parking no. garage anyway. So there's something... He should be made to feel weird if he's coming up to us like that. So yeah. I don't... I, we have to stop caring about hurting other people's feelings and worry about protecting ourselves. And I love... It's, it's, I think it's... I think it's changing. I yes. do think the way that our girls are being raised... Yes. Now. I mean, look at you, a mom of three girls, mm-hmm. and you're raising them to be, you know, strong mm-hmm. and take care of themselves. Yes. Where I'm not saying we weren't raised that way, but it, it was definitely, I feel like my generation was kind of in a transitional time. Like yes. it was like we were recognizing it, but we still weren't really being taught that yet. Yes. But now your kids' generation, I mean, they're black belts in karate. No one's messing with them. Right. And I tell my girls and my students, like you use your voice when mm-hmm. something is not right. You speak up, yeah. you know, trust your voice, trust your gut. You know, worst thing is you'll have to apologize if you're wrong, but that's okay. I'd rather you be wrong than dead. Yeah, be safe. So, yes. So, and I think finding our voice, that that took me very long to do, is to find my voice and to use my voice. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to speak my truth regardless of how you feel. Now, I'm not out to hurt anyone's feelings, obviously, but I'm going to use my voice and I'm going to yeah. speak my truth and I'm going to use that to make sure the little ones are okay and I'm okay and any woman that I deal with is okay. And I think that's a lot of women and a lot of moms are also learning that like yes. self-care, putting yourself first so that you can be yes. a better person and find yourself and find your voice and what you're saying. And this is, you know what you, I was thinking when you said you were so painfully shy, mm-hmm. 
it just you just don't come off that way so it's it's <laughs> it's crazy to see how people evolve and change over yes. their life because you're a karate instructor now i will never forget when i had to give a speech when i was in mental health in front of all these police officers at the crisis center because we were talking about how to deal with crises with people with mental health mm-hmm. i stuttered and stammered the entire time about maybe three years ago my um head instructor said to me black belt uh test 500 people there he's like oh you're gonna give a speech today I was like okay and now <laughs> it's in I didn't even bat an eye I got up I said my speech and that was that yeah. so it, it is amazing like the progression like I'm, I'm gonna speak what I have to say and yeah it's okay we, I can't <laughs> believe you stutter and stammered because you've been very articulate <laughs> well thank you <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, <"Hey."> <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot of work but do, do you think karate helped with that definitely like, definitely I think that's really true with women like the more not like powerful, but the more, you know, you learn something or kind of step out of your comfort zone and realize you're good at something. Yes. And it builds your confidence. Yes. I agree. That's, oh, your story is really cool. It's so funny that you said like, you're like, I have such a boring background. It's not very boring. <laughs> Do you know when it's like your story? You're like, oh, no one wants oh, to Oh, I never it's, tell my yeah. story. And then when I start talking, they're like, it's a little bit cooler than I thought it was. And I'm like, it's not to me. Right. Because it's, it's your story. Yeah. You know, like, yes. You live it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. So where do you see the karate gym going? What's your plans for it now that we're kind of getting out of COVID now? So long term, I would like to open another location. Look um, at you, you're a hustler. Yes, but it all depends on what my girls want to do. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like enjoying the growth of our school right now, enjoying where we're at right now, um, just trying to reach more and more in the community that we can. Um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. So. And you like it? You like oh running? God, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I, well, as soon as I step on the mats, when I ran the Feasterville location, I was more in the office. I did like the marketing and the business end. But now mm-hmm. since I'm doing, I do that as well. But all of the teaching, I just, I love it. I love influencing these little lives. And the fact that these kids are so happy when they walk in, they're like, it's Miss Andrea. And they throw themselves at me and, you know, they're just, they're wonderful. So I definitely love what I do. I think it's so awesome to because you clearly your mission was to impact lives especially children's lives and it's important for people to see that that doesn't just have to be through mental health it doesn't just have to be through teaching like as in a classroom Mm -hmm. it can be through pretty much any career or passion that you find and you just find ways to impact kids yes that's so great thank you it seems like you've found your passion and you're living it now. Yes. Oh, I love it. I definitely never would have thought this 20 years ago, but right? I couldn't imagine. That's why we shouldn't be making kids make choices in 2018. <gasps> My poor daughter. We're looking at colleges right now for her. She's like... How am I supposed to decide? Valid. I, I know. I, I know. And I can't even argue with her. Mm-hmm. And my parents are like, she needs to go to college. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do right now. You know? So we're going to let her find her own journey, her own path. And, and it sounds like she has there. a supportive family home, yes. which is probably the most crucial things for kids not going to college but knowing that you have the support to find your own way yes that's awesome yes and she takes a little detour that's okay we're here for her so it sounds like she's got a good head on her shoulders and she can protect herself as we know yes (laughs) so there's one question i ask everyone on the podcast Mm -hmm. um and it's what is your joy or what brings you joy you can't say your children. <laughs> I try to take the kids out of it because I think everyone would say they're kids. And I want you to tell us a little bit more about what brings you joy in your life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think just the ability to do what I love brings me joy. So knowing that, I mean, it's 
it's not all a walk in the park. We know that. Um, there have been ups, there have been downs. But at the end of the day, I can say, it, you know, it brings me joy to live the life that I choose to live. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And you know what? Not everyone can run their own business. People will try to, mm-hmm. and they just don't have what it takes. And it sounds like you have not only found that it's your passion, but you're a business owner. You are yes. like meant to do it, which is so cool. And yes. Probably not something you saw for yourself, what, 10 years ago, five years ago? Yes, not at all. Oh my goodness, not at all. I've just, I've been very, very lucky. I have Mm -hmm. phenomenal mentors um, who believed in me and this is, they they let me grow, which is amazing. So... Well, I'm sold. I mean, I might be driving over to Drexel Hill. You come and see me anytime. I think I need to. I mean, I need to learn self-defense. And I would, I honestly, personally, would never, ever, ever, ever have gone to a karate gym because Mm -hmm. I would have been intimidated because I don't know anything about it. And it would be, I would think it would be all male. And it would just be very intimidating for me. And I am, I'm, I have plenty of confidence, you know, but I still would be intimidated even though I still still work like still work out and stuff, I I just think your gym is so it's it sounds very inviting. I have more adult women at training than I do men. So anytime you come on, that up. is so. <laughs> yes. I I I'm here for it. I think that's so great. I think you need to blast that on your social media because people like me seeing that, mm-hmm. I would I would absolutely hundred percent want to go. I do want to go. I I want to go train anytime you come and have like a little girls club. Mm -hmm. This sounds fantastic. It is. It's so wonderful. So how do people find you? Um, like Like Instagram, Facebook, email, website, all of it. So we're on Facebook, Action Karate Drexel Hill. I'm on Instagram. Same thing. We're on Google. We're all over the place. Okay. So and you guys are actively offering classes right now. Yes. Yes. We are in person. Um, of course, with all COVID precautions. Of course. I know. But yeah, so we're in person. Okay. And, and you're teaching all the classes? All the classes. And is it broken up? Like there's some kids' classes, there's adult classes. So we start at age three. You want to oh talk about gosh. adorable? Oh, I might just come watch. <laughs> oh my goodness. They, their energy is amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we started three. So I have my little guys, my three to six-year-olds, and my seven to 12-year-olds, and my teens and adults. Okay. So. That's so great. Yes. Well, thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you for having so me. so nice to meet you. Thank you so and much. Go check out Action Karate, Drexel Hill, especially my ladies out there. All right, that was Andrea over at Drexel Hill Action Karate. Um, I could talk about her interview forever. I absolutely loved meeting Andrea. That was my first time I met her. Um, I love that she completely changed course in her career because she was trying to teach her daughter basically how to stand up for herself and bullying such a problem. But to have a mom come in there and know that her daughter needs basically to learn how to defend herself and bring her to karate. I just, ugh, I loved her story. I, it was funny in the beginning when she said she had a boring story because I actually think she has such an interesting story. Um, but I love her mission of just teaching kids how to stand up for themselves and to empower young kids. And I mean, adults alike. It sounds like she has a lot of adults classes. And I know she was annoyed at me when I said I've never taken a self-defense class, especially having lived in the city for 10 years. I really should have. Um, but she was right. Women were raised to try to be nice. And I don't remember ever being 
asked to go to a self-defense class or being told I need to learn self-defense. And I think it's really important that she's doing that. And she has three young daughters who she's not only teaching self-defense to, but she's also showing them how a strong woman can run her own business and completely change her path in life at, in a middle age um, after having three kids. And her husband was very, very sick at the time. So I just think she's so resilient. And I stand by saying that moms should run the world because they can multitask and do amazing things while half of us are barely doing anything. Um, I also really liked when she talked about community and she completely left her comfort zone, which is Ben Salem, and went over to Drexel Hill, which is very foreign ground for Bucks County. It's over in the West Philly suburbs. And she's created a pretty tight-knit community in one year alone that stood by her and her business when COVID hit. And you can just feel that radiating out of Andrea when you are when you meet her, um, that she she just feels like a good person. She has good vibes and you want to be part of her community. I feel like she's kind of figured out life, like she's kind of unlocked how to find true happiness. She seems to have the career she loves, the family that she takes care of, um, and she's building a strong community and helping others while she's at it. So I really loved her. I loved meeting her. I am probably going to pick up karate now because she's so fantastic. But you can check her out over at Action Karate in Drexel Hill. Um, they do have an Instagram account. You can check them out there as well. Otherwise, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. And don't forget to go check out our brother podcast, Young Black Suburban with Tim Witherspoon.